welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. (laughs) Oh, hello. Oh my God. My volume was all the way up. That scared me so bad. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh, welcome. That was a real reaction right there. (laughs) My goodness. I, it was when I hit join. Well, at first it was like not even highlighted where I could join. And then when I tried to hit join, it was like stalling. So I didn't realize it was joining. So then when I heard you, that came out of my skin. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Now that you're awake. Oh, my gosh. So I was having like weirdness on my end too before I got on. I was like, it's just go share. Right? Like, what is the big deal? Can we have anything? <laughs> There's nothing sacred anymore right <laughs> and here we are it is go share it's a go share kind of night i know kind of spooky i've not yawned once until right now so that shows how this is gonna go yeah yeah i hear you <laughs> yeah things are weird i definitely heard a couple crashes tonight and i'm not sure what they were but we're just gonna let them be i had that crash the other day and i saw oh yeah i couldn't figure out what it was to save my life so weird right I hear you are on the dean's list listen I got the email today and I was like I'm not sure how but I'll take it (laughs) (laughs) I mean I didn't do bad at anything but I just I didn't know I made the dean's list again so that's awesome congratulations thank you yeah it's like I said I, I really didn't think with that math class it was going to but it did we'll see what happens this semester I'm only in three classes though so I don't think I can make dean's list this semester Oh, I didn't know that there was like a limit. Yeah, I think you have to be full time. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. My fault for not signing up for a class that I should have signed up for. And now all like eight sections of it are full. So which class class was it? It's a a special education class that we have to take. It's I took one last semester. Oh, my gosh. I'm yawning. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Something just fell. I'm having the weirdest deja vu. What? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah, it's part two. It's my like second part of the special education class I have to take for my uh, license. So, yeah. Gotcha. That's all right. Next time. That's all right. I have five classes this summer. We'll do it then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a nice, enjoyable summer. Um so besides all the weirdness at your house, what's going on over there? Not a whole lot. It was a day of client sessions. Oh my gosh, my phone literally just drained down to like 10% on my battery. You no, know absolutely not. I do not consent to this tomfoolery. Oh my gosh, what is happening? I just plugged mine in because it was getting low and I was like, you know what, not tonight. I wonder if I could, well, I don't know if I could plug mine in, mine in because of the mic. Is it the same cord? Uh, the mic is on a separate cord. Oh, you should be fine because I have mine plugged in and I have my microphone plugged in too. Is your mic plugged into your phone? Yes. Oh, all right. I might have to try it. 
<laughs> oh lord here we go yeah here we go here we go just a day of client sessions and just busy yeah mm-hmm. it's already like two-thirds of the way through january that's crazy to me how did that happen it's like almost a month from christmas yeah i was <laughs> i was in um someone's room today and I was like I'm really not even sure of the date I was like it could be the 11th it could be the 29th we're somewhere in between there I don't know like time is just (laughs) flying on by (laughs) I have no idea I mean I it was just Laverne's birthday and now it's already been a whole week and some change since then so I'm not sure what's going on January is doing a 90 and a 35 (laughs) it really is like hold up Mm -hmm. what's the slowest month of the year um, in your opinion trying to think I guess for me it's February yeah I was gonna say I feel like February because nothing I mean Valentine's Day is going on but whatever I don't really <laughs> it's nothing like it's I don't really celebrate so it's I don't know I have Logan's birthday in February duh. yes Logan oh my gosh yep. Mr. Cutie Everyone, remember when I was pregnant and stuffy with him? Well, that little stuffy pregnant ball in my belly is now going to be two. So it's so crazy. I know he's talking. Girl, is he ever? <laughs> he's so, but he's so polite though. It's it's so funny. Everything you give him, thank you. <laughs> and he says welcome. Now it's like, what are you, you little gentleman? Like, what's happening? <laughs> and his little boots his little work boots he's just and his little lounge couch that he has <laughs> listen that is his like life he is already a couch potato and he lives for comfort he <laughs> he'll run over to that thing and like dive over the back of it and just face play on the front <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing he loves just anything pillows and blankets and couches and he's just here for the comfort Y'all, I walked into Missy's house a couple of weeks ago and it was like on a rare occasion. It was during her break when she was home. She was home and the boys were home. And she said, you got to see Logan back here. He is a man of comfort with his brand new (laughs) (laughs) toddler lounger. And I walk into her living room and he's like laid out flat on his own little couch. You guys, it's one of those. I don't know if y'all have seen them or I think we had them when we were little. I just never had one. But it looks like a little mini couch, but like the bottom pulls out so they can lay down on it. So it makes almost like a bed. You know, that's what they are. So he's got one of those and um, he loved, he, he thoroughly enjoys that thing. <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> well, they're in front of the TV now and sit in the back corner. So they literally come and he just sits there with his little arm on the, on the arm of the couch and like just every day, just sitting there watching his TV eating his snacks, like a little man. <laughs> he's going to ask me for a beer one of these days. Just wait. He's going to be like, mom, beer. Beer me. <laughs> Beer me. <laughs> what a mess. Mom, the meatloaf. The meat. Uh, no, mom, meatloaf. <laughs> oh, God help me. Hey, y'all. It's Christina from the Ghosties Podcast. And I get this question all the time How can I book a session with you? Head on over to ChristinaTheMedium.com. 
I offer meet your spirit guide sessions, spirit chat phone calls with yours truly, distance Reiki by proxy sessions, as well as Reiki certification classes. If you've been thinking for a while now about jumpstarting your spiritual awakening and healing journey, definitely check out christinathemedium.com or find me on my TikTok channel at Christina the Medium and click on my link tree to book a session. Looking forward to working with each of you. Love y'all. Oh, hello. I'm not amused. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> I. It was so weird. It, I thought you were, you know, stopping it to do like we normally do with our little commercial break. And then it had me in there and it was like, it was still recording. I was like, uh, so I just hit leave recording and it was like, the recording with the ghosties podcast already ended. I'm like, okay. <laughs> did it save it? Yes, it did. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, seven minutes of pure gold right there. We would have been missing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we get cut off again, um, uh, we are doing ghost share tonight. Yes. So I am the worst ever because Christina legit does everything for this podcast. I just, uh, once again, am the comic relief and I should manage the inbox and it's a lot of like TikTok notifications. So I don't, Um, and it's not even good ones. Like, it's not like somebody tagged us. It's like, hey, look who you might know. And I'm like, no, thank you. Um, she does so much, y'all. Don't let her. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. But I don't. Um, so there was like two emails sitting in there. And I was like, oopsie. And one is from Jose. 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 Why did I say Jose? Because I have Jose. Never mind. I can't say his name. <laughs> um, the kid I work with at school. Um, but yes, this is Jose. <laughs> Um, and he shared a story and I'm so sorry because he sent it in November, but he's also asking for you to ask your guides about somebody at the end of the story. So just leave that, keep that in mind. Okay. Actually, I'm going to be using you in several of these things. So just okay. <laughs> get ready. Um, yeah. This is Jose's story. He says, I am a new listener and I love your podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, after listening to almost all your shows, I figured I would share my experience. I have several, so I'll share my most recent. And this was, uh, I think his email subject was near death experience. So it was right after we did that episode or you did that episode. Oh, gotcha. Says it was January 2014 and I was working from home. My twin's fifth birthday was coming up that first weekend of January. I remember planning it out with my wife as I started to get sick. It was on a Friday. I progressively got worse that weekend and fell asleep during the movie we took the kids to. By Monday, I was feeling pretty horrible. And at the request of my wife, I went to the doctor to get checked out. They did the usual swab test and even did an x-ray of my lungs and I was finding it hard to breathe. Everything came back clear, and I was prescribed some basic medicine to help fight whatever I had. Fast forward to Wednesday, and I had gotten worse. I could barely breathe all day and felt like someone was slamming a brick inside my chest every time I coughed. By bedtime that night, I couldn't really breathe and asked my wife to take me to the ER. When we get there, they take me back, run some tests, x-ray, etc. I remember two doctors coming in and telling us I wasn't going home anytime soon, and I had swine flu and pneumonia in both lungs. They had apparently filled with fluid and I was barely getting any oxygen. This was the last thing I remember as I woke up three months later. 
I was put into a medically induced coma as I had gotten worse and my body wasn't responding to any medication. Oh, I just got a ringing in my right ear. Oh. My blood pressure was constantly dropping to the point where they would tell my wife to prepare for the worst several times. Oh, I can't even imagine. As a last resort, they put me on an, now, this says ECMO machine. ECMO. Is that, uh, that's it because he references ECOM somewhere else on here and I'm not sure. I think it's the ECMO machine. Okay. Yeah. This luckily saved my life in the end. I ended up with both a tracheotomy scar and it says and a ECOM scar on my neck, but I'm guessing it's ECMO. Yeah. Along with severely scarred lungs with limited breathing capacity. The weird thing, though, is that while in my coma, I was either hallucinating or my soul was in another dimension. I remember constantly running from something and thinking I needed to get back to my family. I'm not sure if it was death or something else. I remember fighting and defending a structure against enemies that I couldn't see. There was also a night before I was brought out of my coma where I saw a coffin floating by my room and a Catholic priest or bishop walking behind it praying. Come to find out my uncle had died, so I'm not sure if he took my place or if he was just letting me know he died. The last thing I remember is someone pulling a string of razor blades from my throat. Oh, metaphorical, or did someone put some kind of curse on something or me? I would love to know. In the end, I had to relearn to walk. My lungs are jacked, but I'm glad I'm here. One of my twins has severe autism, so I believe I'm here to make sure he and his brother have a good life. So he says, P.S., if you could ask the guides about him, I would greatly appreciate it. His name's Aiden, and he's a big teddy bear that loves all things Disney and Halloween. So I don't know if you want to get into that on here or if you want to respond to him via email, but he did want you to ask the guides about him. And he wants to know specifically about Aiden. Okay. I will forward you the email. Okay. Yeah. Forward me the email. I'm hesitant to talk about it. Right. But either way, Jose, thank you for sharing. That is a very scary and crazy story. And we are also glad that you're still here. And that is those, yeah, near death, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It definitely sounds like he was having an NDE, basically. Yes. All right. Our next story was also from our inbox, (laughs) from (laughs) Cheyenne, who you apparently um, communicate with once in a while. She is another psychic medium. Um, And she shared a story a while back. And again, I'm the worst, but we're going to share it now. Yes, Cheyenne, thank you. She says, in 2018, my then husband and I stayed at the Grand Jerome Hotel in Jerome, Arizona. I'm not sure if you ladies know about this place, but the whole town has a lot of paranormal activity. Before the hotel became a hotel, it was a hospital and asylum. This, oh my God, the ringing in my right ear is insane. Goodness. It's just getting louder and it's almost hard for me to even hear myself. Oh, okay. (coughs) Sorry, the Spanish flu came around in 1917 and ended up wiping out much of the town. They have old medical tools on display around the hotel as well as other past relics. My goodness, I'm finding it hard to talk right now. I can barely breathe. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm sorry, everyone. Like, I'm getting a tingling in my right, like, neck to my shoulder. The ringing's going away. There we go. Hmm. I have to yawn. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, goodness. All right, you guys, we're going to make it through this, I promise. For a minute. What is this okay. Okay. So the Grand Durham Hotel, it um, used to be a hospital and asylum. The Spanish flu came around and wiped out much of the town. Um, they had old medical tools on display, other past stuff. They are very proud of their history and the reputation the hotel has earned for itself. This place was on my husband's bucket list, and at the time, I was super squeamish of anything paranormal. I hadn't even touched a tarot card at this point in my life. However, I knew it meant a lot to him, so I soldiered up and we stayed in the hotel for one night, but not much sleep was had. When we entered the room, I had a sense that we were being watched. I stated loudly and in a calm voice that I wasn't going to cause trouble and I wasn't looking for something just tickled my heart. (laughs) Oh boy, here we go. I wasn't going to cause trouble and I wasn't looking for any trouble either. I set the boundary that I wanted no negative energy around me and no negative encounters. I would leave them be, but they were to leave me be as well. This is, I don't know why this is so hard for me to get through. Feels like my arm's going numb. Okay. Later that night, after exploring the beautiful town and eating delicious meals at the attached restaurant, the asylum, we ended up watching TV in the room. Ryan really wanted to go look around and take some photos to see if anything would come up. Not wanting to wait alone in the room, I went with him and had him promise not to show me anything on the camera until tomorrow after checking out, to which he agreed. While I sensed we were being watched the whole time, nothing happened. We had fun, took some photos, which is highly encouraged by the staff, and went back to our room for the night. We turned on the travel channel, tried to help me relax, but it did little to no good. Outside in the hallway, it sounded like there were trolley carts going by all night. I kept thinking that it was the hotel staff pushing laundry carts around, but when Ryan would open the door, no one and no carts were there. He ended up lingering in the hallway for a few minutes to try and piece together the noise. Retrospectively, I believe we were hearing hauntings of hospital gurneys going through the hallway. A couple from across the hall opened their door and asked Ryan if he worked there because they kept hearing noises too. He responded no. They exchanged a few pieces of conversation I couldn't hear and he came back in and closed the door. He filled me in and said that the couple kept hearing the door next to ours across the hall from them open and slam. They exclaimed, Oh my God, sorry, I just saw lights creep me up. Uh, they exclaimed crazy stuff was coming out of that room. They assumed it was us, but apparently no one was in that room, and we would find that later at checkout. I felt small amounts of panic in myself start to rise, but tried to keep it under control. Ryan went into the bathroom to find out if he could hear anything based on the information the couple across the hallway had given him by putting his ear to the wall, since our room was next to the noisy one. He explained he could hear what sounded like noise from a TV and arguing from a male and female voice, but couldn't make out a distinct dialogue. I want to say when he put his ear up to the wall, he said it felt like something slammed against the wall where he was trying to eavesdrop. And it serves him right. (laughs) That's what she said. Um, After that, we called it a night. Well, he did because I couldn't sleep. I did feel the physical sensation of someone massaging my scalp on top of my forehead as if to help me relax. That feels like spirit guides. <laughs> yeah. Given that it used to be a hospital at some point, I felt this could have been a nurse trying to help soothe and calm me down. Instead of freaking out, I went with it and tried to relax. I vividly remember there was a very distinct, dark, distorted starfish shape in the corner where the closet was. There was a split unit on top of the entrance of the closet and it had a blue LED light. 
I kept trying to rationalize what the shadowy shape could be, but we couldn't find any logical reason. The starfish shape lingered above the LED light and it was alarming, but I didn't want to bring any attention to it as I didn't feel it was the best course of action. After a night of 30 minutes of sleep here and there, we both woke in the morning feeling a little exhausted. Ryan asked me to go get ready first as I take long. I told him no, I didn't want to move. I was exhausted and I needed time to wake up. He reluctantly went ahead to go shower. It's important to note here that I didn't move once from the bed. Ten minutes later, Ryan came out in a tizzy asking me, did you do that? I didn't understand what he was referring to as I hadn't moved. Did you do that? He repeated the question. I told him I hadn't done anything and asked him what was going on. He led me into the bathroom and at the very top of the floor to ceiling mirror, of which I couldn't reach, there was a heart with an arrow through it, freshly drawn in the steam. I told him it wasn't me. I wasn't messing with him. We made our way down. This is so long. I love this, but sorry. I feel like it's going forever. <laughs> um, we made our way down to the lobby for checkout and noted the smell of white vinegar, which is an important detail for later, from the cleaning clerk. We told the front desk clerk about our experiences from the night before. She did look a little puzzled and told us that Ryan shouldn't have been able to hear anything from the other side of the bathroom wall as the walls are 18-inch thick concrete. She also told us no one was checked out or was checked into the room next to ours. Um, when I told the clerk about the heart on the mirror, she said there were many encounters like that, but at least we had a nice message. They don't, she said they do not plant anything and the maids are to wipe down the mirrors with white vinegar. She explained the mirror messages are usually grim and will say something like help me or she's dead. Oh my gosh. Yeah. After checking out and getting to the truck for the next stop of our vacation, Ryan looked at me with a nervous smile and said, I don't want to freak you out, but did you see that starfish shape by the closet entrance? I saw it all night, but didn't say things I didn't want to draw attention to it. And I admitted to seeing it as well. We both agreed it was definitely something that was watching, but didn't interfere as per the boundary I put up when we initially went in. And upon a review of the camera, we don't think we caught anything. Since then, we think we conceived our daughter from that hotel stay. <laughs> oh my <laughs> She is a very in-tune child who can see paranormal and has an inclination towards anything heart-shaped. It could be coincidence, but we're not so sure. I tend to think of that trip as my toe dip into the world of spirit. Since then, I've become a psychic medium who loves to ghost hunt and channel messages from the divine for clients. I love Cheyenne. Cheyenne, that was an amazing story. Creepy. I just don't know that I could have stayed that long. I could have. <laughs> I don't. And honestly, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to when I go to New Orleans in a few months of we better not. I need to find out what hotel she's staying in because if it's old, I just, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> Especially without you there. <laughs> What'd you say? Gotta get off this white carpet. Seriously. I'm going to have to like take all kinds of like, I don't know, whatever I can put into my bag that won't get me thrown off the flight. That's going to protect me. I hate that. The truth. You're going yeah. to the spiritual capital of the world though. Like they're going to a ton of smudging stuff that's true i'm i told uh shannon i was like i want to go to like a voodoo shop and she kind of looked at me and i was like what you're down there absolutely i mean hello yes Anyways, that's another conversation so all right thank you cheyenne yes. we are now if i cannot yawn we're gonna go on to clayton 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 says my sister-in-law had a massive heart attack at 44. They kept her on life support. 
When the time came to let her go, we were all in a room next to her. One of our sisters came through the door to tell us she was gone. The moment she opened the door, a strange but yet warm feeling went through all of us in that room. They all looked at me since I always talk about spirits and ghosts. I didn't have to say anything. I just nodded to acknowledge it was her. A week or so goes by. My wife and I are at my in-law's house where my sister-in-law lived. She was their caregiver. We were watching TV when the touch lamp on the TV went through its three light phases. My wife looked at me and asked if I did it. Um, no, I'm sitting next to you, and then it does it again. She tells me to stop. I said, it's probably your sister, and she says, I'm, you know, tells me I'm not funny. Um, he says, I'm being serious. And he says, he said out loud, is that you, Kathy? And then the light did it again. My wife tells me to stop and doesn't believe me, so I ask one more time, and the light goes crazy. She tells me to unplug it, so I go over to the TV and reach for the cord. I grab the cord, and it's not plugged in. Oh, my gosh. I just stood there in awe, and all I could think and say was, good one, sis. Oh, my goodness. Creepy. Yep. He says, over the next few weeks, my mother-in-law got worse, especially her Parkinson's, and she was going across the room with her walker, and she stopped. She raised her arm, started waving and looking in the corner of the room. He says, I asked what she was doing, and she says, oh, I'm just waving goodbye to Kathy. Oh, my gosh. I know. Wow. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yes. All right. Now, this one is weirded me out a little bit. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm going to share it. Um, this is from Brandon, and I think he has several stories, but I only got this one from him. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Sorry. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop yawning now. All right. Brandon says, when I was around eight or so, we had a couch that looked ordinary enough, a simple dark green couch. We had had it for years without issue, but that changed one year. <laughs> okay. Everybody approaches with an open mind because it's, it's different. Okay. If anyone would sit on the couch, on the right side of the couch, they would feel what fe- felt like a giant serpent rise up underneath you as if it were trying to get out. But in one smooth motion, it would turn left and go right back down. What? It would lift whoever sat in that spot up a few inches before rolling to the left and down. You could feel it. The rolling muscle of a powerful snake, an enormous snake, nothing less than an anaconda. And an animal that's not native here in little old Virginia. He said it happened to my dad first. He said, you know, like he was sitting on, he said, whoa. And he said with uh, wide eyes and his mom asked what was wrong with him. And his dad told her to get off the couch. He said he had just felt a gigantic snake lift him up before it slithered back downwards. She laughed him off, but he was serious. He pulled up the cushions to find nothing but the wood structure of the couch. And he looked really confused. He tilted the couch over to see underneath of it and nothing. I thought maybe it was just springs or something, but this couch has no springs, he said. You're crazy, my mom said. And mom's tune changed when it happened to her, too. She said, Jean, there's a big snake in the couch. I just felt it. It lifted me. So dad took the couch apart again and nothing. My mom and dad didn't sit on the right side of the couch after that. I wanted to know what they felt. So one day I sat on the right side of the couch and waited while mom and dad watched. And sure enough, here it came. A great serpent. It felt enormous. Lifted me with ease. And just like they said, it rolled to the left and went right back down. I was surprised that it happened so quick. It happened barely five minutes after I sat down. Just as dad had said, you could feel the rolling muscle, a very distinct feeling. 
for a year, it did that whenever anyone would make the mistake of sitting down at a certain spot. And once that year was up, it never did it again. What? Yeah, that, I don't know how to take that, but. What? Yeah. I gotta talk to the guys about that. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I have two more. Um, this one, I'm looking at it. Um, okay, this one I'm going to do first. They did not ask for insight, but I'm curious to your thought on it. Um, this is from Desiree. She says, since I was a kid, I've experienced random supernatural occurrences. I'll write about them a, a little at a time. One of the first things I remember was being nine years old. I was sleeping and woke up in the middle of the night. I was turning in my bed and fixing my pillow. As I laid there, I looked up above beyond my right shoulder. About five to six feet in the air was a girl that looked exactly like me, floating in a sitting position, watching over me. She was wearing lavender. I didn't feel scared of her. She just looked at me silently, almost angelic. I turned over in bed, got comfortable and fell asleep, and I never saw her again, but I often think of this. Uh, the guys say that that was her astral body. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah, she was astral traveling and she was lucidly seeing her spirit body basically like hovering on the ceiling. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, that's exactly what I thought, but I wanted your feeling. Okay, this one, um, it's short. It's the last one I have. This is from Brandy. She has a, she does want some insight. Um. And I think she sent me a picture too. I have to remember. Awesome. Um, okay. So Brandy says, um, I have what I believe is a ghost come and go on my ranch for years. Now, she did not answer where she lives, but I almost want to make some guesses. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I believe it's a female. It will open my chicken house door at night, roll the windows down in the farm truck get out the tools and it drains the cordless batteries in my tools and phone here two to three days and then it's gone and I've never felt scared the ghost comes back but different it started when my son got in a car wreck no injuries all were fine but it's been here for two weeks now very active around 2 to 3 a.m and now in the main house there are footsteps upstairs water running lights turned on and left on and also it meows like a cat what? The shop, yeah, the shop door had little kid handprints on it. I have no small children. I have a sinking gut feeling it's trying to convey a message, but I have no clue. Do you have any insight? This feels like multiple things. Feels skinwalker-ish to me. Yes, feels yep. somewhat skinwalkery. Some of it feels like poltergeist activity. Some mm-hmm. of it like an energy imprint. Like when she's saying that. <clears throat> excuse me, that the spirit basically like does the same thing over and over again. It rolls down the windows, drains the battery, you know, basically like walks the property for a couple of days and then it starts all over again. That's pretty indicative of an energy imprint. Yeah. I would be very interested to see where she lives. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, sorry, if you hear me clicking, I want to see, cause I think she, um, yes. She sent me pictures and I will send it to you. She said, here are some pictures from this morning. <laughs> um, there are footprints out her back door covered in a bit of snow and her dog's footprints next to it. 
So, oh Lord, yeah. What'd you say? I said, goodness. That, yeah, that, I'll send that to you. Just that sounds like there's a lot of different things going on. Sounds a little bit like there might be some interdimensional things going on, like also known as like skinwalker type activity. You know, you've got like maybe even some ultra terrestrials kind of moving in and out of dimensions and maybe they're kind of bleeding into, you know, the one that y'all are in currently. Um, it sounds like there's some energy imprints with the repetitive uh, spirit activity that seems to kind of like play on repeat. Um, seems like there's a lot of stuff. Ooh, let me see what you're, can you still hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I just sent her the picture. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right next to the dog footprints. Well, that's big. Can it, is it tiny when you try to expand it? Cause I can send it a different way too. Um, no, I mean, it looks pretty big. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty big, but it doesn't look like a typical footprint. Right. There's... I don't know. We can post it. Um, we'll post it on social media and I'll see what everyone thinks. It's weird how the indentions are too. Like, mm-hmm. you would think that if there was somebody with actual weight to them, it would have a full imprint down in the snow. Yep. Very strange. Mm-hmm just heard in my head if their feet don't touch the ground ew don't you do that to me right now at 9 37 at night on a thursday (laughs) don't you dare do that to me (laughs) so yeah we'll post i'll post it on social after i get off here and um well when are we yes whenever you air it okay sounds good i'll it'll go up tomorrow yes so um and I'll post that so and that way I can reference it um so yeah well this was awesome awesome everybody these were pretty good thanks for sending us I promise that if you email us like we always say too that I'll check it but I think nobody emailed us for so long that I just (laughs) didn't um and it didn't get flagged when it came through on my phone um so I promise I will check email so if you want to email us your stories you can email the ghosties podcast at gmail.com Yes, or find us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yes. And that's all. Have a great, safe, spooky night. <laughs> <laughs>